0: Today on the newscast, Hamas leaders are in Moscow meeting with Russian officials. What does this mean for the Russia-Israel relationship? Find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We have been following the unraveling of ties between Israel and Russia very closely these past few months, in particular this week as senior Russian officials have accused Israel of supporting and collaborating with neo-Nazis in Ukraine. Now folks, needless to say, it doesn't get more insulting to the Jewish people or to Israel than suggesting that they are in bed with Nazis. That's exactly what Russia's foreign ministry has done this week, including Russian foreign minister Sergei Lavrov, that country's top diplomat, very close to Vladimir Putin. So we have had a diplomatic crisis this week between Israel and Russia. Israel has demanded an apology. Russia's foreign ministry has actually doubled down and said, number one, that Jews were behind monstrous crimes during the Holocaust. This followed, of course, Lavrov on Sunday saying, that Jews are the worst anti-Semites. And once again, putting that unfounded rumor out there that Adolf Hitler was actually a Jew. These comments, obviously, highly offensive to the Jewish people and to Israel. They demanded an apology. And again, the Russian foreign ministry said, no way. So what we have right now is a very tense situation. By the way, we reviewed all of this and broke it down on the Monday and Tuesday newscast this week. If you missed it, just check it out here in our archives. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, we are approaching half a million subscribers here on the channel, and we can't do it without you and without God Almighty. So we're going to keep doing what he has given us to do for such a time as this. But The diplomatic row obviously growing. And then today we have perhaps the biggest insult yet in a week of insults from the Russian regime against Israel. Today, a delegation of top Hamas leaders is in Moscow. That's today, uh, Wednesday, May 4th. They're in Moscow meeting with senior Russian officials at the Russian Foreign Ministry. I assume that Sergei Lavrov, Russia's foreign minister, may be part of these meetings with senior Hamas leaders. Now, a bit of backdrop here. Number one, and it's interesting, the irony of it, folks, the cruel irony, at the same time that Russia is accusing Israel of collaborating with Nazis, Russia is rolling out the red carpet in Moscow for possibly the closest thing to Nazis. We have today the murderous terrorists of Hamas, who are devoted to the destruction of the Jewish state and the Jewish people. Very ironic, I would say. Uh, Number two, this comes amid the backdrop, of course, of the repeated clashes on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem over the past few weeks, which we have documented here in the newscast, which have been instigated by Hamas. That's why Hamas banners and flags are being flown on the Temple Mount and outside the Al-Aqsa Mosque, Hamas has explicitly called on Palestinians to swarm the Temple Mount and the Al-Aqsa Mosque area. So their fingerprints are all over this, and Russia knows that, yet they're still rolling out the red carpet. Number three, uh, an indicator of where this was going came last month when the aforementioned Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, held a phone call with Hamas leader Ismail Hanea. And now we have a Hamas delegation in Moscow. Apparently it consists, this delegation, of Hamas leaders who do not live in Gaza but live outside of the country, including a guy by the name of Musa Abu Marzuk, who once upon a time lived in the United States. That might be another story for another time, but that's a troubling thing to consider. Yet they're in Moscow today, Details of this meeting, as I come to you around noon Eastern time on Wednesday, May 4th, have not yet been released, but I'm expecting a photo of Lavrov and this Hamas delegation to be posted very soon. Uh, So, where are we at? Obviously, this is a major insult to Israel. The timing is no coincidence, folks. We've broken this down on the newscast over the past week or so. Uh, The more Israel criticizes Russia over its barbaric conduct in Ukraine. The more Israel pledges to support the people of Ukraine, the more Russia will respond by criticizing Israel over the Palestinian issue, over Jerusalem, over the Golan Heights. This is the diplomatic game that Russia is playing. Israel has tried to strike a very delicate balance in maintaining good relations with Ukraine and Russia, but that is swiftly going out the window right now, because even before the Ukraine war broke out, Putin decided to invade. Russian diplomats and officials increasingly were criticizing Israel over its airstrikes and various surface-to-surface missile strikes against Iran and Hezbollah inside Syria under the noses of thousands of Russian troops who are based there. And of course, fighting alongside Iran and Hezbollah. Russia, hey, Hamas, folks, is the tip of the iceberg and the warming ties between Russia and Hamas for years. Look, Russia entered Syria September 2015. For years now, they have been fighting alongside, sharing intelligence with, I presume, Iran and Hezbollah and the Assad regime, of course, in Syria. What we have is a situation where Vladimir Putin's regime is openly aligned with Israel's greatest enemies, the Iranian regime, Hezbollah, Hamas, and the Assad regime. There's no other way to spin this, folks. And these are folks who, quite literally today, I'm talking about the Iranian regime, Hamas, and Hezbollah, explicitly call for the destruction of the world's one and only Jewish state. Russia is aligned with, these. this can only be called a modern day Nazi ideology that Hamas and Hezbollah and the Iranian regime subscribe to. Take the white supremacy angle out of it, but it is certainly a viciously genocidally anti-Semitic ideology that seeks the elimination of the Jewish state and the Jewish people. Very similar to the ideology of the Nazis in days gone by. That's who Russia is openly aligned with. And yet, The Russian foreign ministry is releasing statements saying that Israel is aligned with and supporting Nazis. You can't make this stuff up. Uh, By the way, I read our comments here in the newscast. I've read them the past few days. I know about the Azov battalion in eastern Ukraine, which is based mainly in the city of Mariupol. Yes, undoubtedly they have Nazi ties. There are neo-Nazis in the Azov brigade, without a doubt. But let's break it down in a larger sense here, number one, Russia says their sole rationale or their main rationale for invading Ukraine is to denazify the country, to listen to Lavrov, Putin, and the regime. Ukraine is littered with Nazis from the top to the bottom. Let's put this in perspective. The Azov battalion is roughly 900 men, a volunteer force of not even a thousand people right now, according to most estimates. The Ukrainian military boasts 245,000 soldiers. Ukraine itself has over 44 million people living there. So the rationale from Russia apparently is we're going to smash Ukraine and slaughter civilians because there is a contingent of some 900 men in Mariupol. So Vladimir Putin is playing a very clever game here, folks, in the way he is framing the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The ultimate and overriding reason why Russian forces are in Ukraine right now is that Vladimir Putin wants to reestablish those Soviet glory days and make Russia a great global superpower. Once again, he sees Ukraine as only the beginning in making that goal a reality. Now, as we wrap up here, a quick note on what this means for Israel. Never a good day in Jerusalem, When a senior Hamas delegation is in Moscow, Israel has been straddling a very fine line over these past few months, trying to maintain good relations with Vladimir Putin in order to maintain freedom of movement in Syria. Remember, Israel has conducted hundreds, if not thousands at this point, of strikes against Iranian and Hezbollah assets inside Syria for two reasons. Number one, driving them back away from the Israel-Syria border, away from the Golan Heights, and secondly, targeting advanced weapons that Iran is attempting to transit through Syria into the hands of Hezbollah at Israel's doorstep in southern Lebanon. So Israel has maintained that freedom of movement, again, under Russia's watchful eye, but I believe we are heading towards a situation where Vladimir Putin could say, no more Israel, we will no longer allow you to operate freely in Syria. And that's a major problem for Israel. In the meantime, I continue to say that uh, I believe a great betrayal is coming where Russia eventually, maybe it's under Vladimir Putin, maybe it's under another future leader, Russia eventually will turn against Israel. And folks, that has prophetic implications, no doubt. We will discuss this more on tomorrow's Watchman Newscast live stream. Join us here live between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern time, and bring your questions for our Q&A session, where we will certainly be talking some Bible prophecy, including Russia's role in it. Hey, until tomorrow, thanks so much for joining us here in the Newscast. God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.